Welcome back to the Call Connect podcast. My name is Taylor Hodge, and I'm the host here. And my name is Ed Berengel, the co-host. Welcome back, guys. It's been a little while since we've recorded and or posted I feel like podcast. almost a month for me. Yeah, it's just kind of, well, I mean, you guys probably know how it is. We've had no power. Mm-hmm. I've been on vacation. I had a newborn baby. Ed had a baby. So well, not just, me. But well, yeah. Yeah. Lene had a baby. Yeah, she did the work. So Gotta basically, Ed's on vacation, too. He's mm-hmm. been getting some, some extra sleep. <laughs> yeah. Feeling good, Ed? I am. I heard that daylight savings coming up, and Sierra's telling me yeah, I get an know. extra hour. Yeah. Is that still going to work with the newborn? or? Yeah, it's another hour to be up with the newborn. Same thing applies. Amazing. <laughs> Sweet. I got a little bit of a cold with me, so um, if I sound like I'm talking through a pillow, just know that um, that's what it feels like. Mm. So, so what do you do to get over your cold so quickly? Well, you know, um, I was trying to think of some witty thing to say, but I got nothing... <laughs> My colds last for forever, it feels like. Usually, like, I'll have a really sore throat for, I don't know, four days. And then I'm, like, super short of breath for, like, a couple days after that. And then I have this cough that lingers, like, weeks. It lingers for weeks. And nothing helps. Nothing helps. I take medicine. I try to drink more coffee. That doesn't work. What about, like, that Theraflu stuff? That stuff is nasty, Ed. Mm. Well, if you guys have any ideas for T. Hodge here is what I call him, let him know. T. Hodge, that's me. <laughs> let me know. Guys, we got um, we got just, well, we got a little bit of time to record this podcast. We're actually sitting here in our office, in our, should I say, studio, Ooh. recording this. Um, we're kind of racing the clock right now. PG&E is supposed to shut off our power as of... T minus a few minutes ago. So Ooh. we're just talking and then um, we're going to get some stuff out and then hopefully we can finish a whole podcast and post it before the power shuts off. So we just thought that it would be good to, since we haven't posted in a while, we just thought it'd be good to give you guys some updates on what's going on and um, where we've been, what's going on in the church and, and our ministries and so on. So uh, since Ed and Lene just had their newborn, um, Sweet little Graceland. Mm-hmm. Ed, why don't you update us on what's going on with that, how things are going? Yeah, again, thanks for all your prayers. And the meal train has been a huge blessing to us. Uh, baby Graceland, healthy, uh, was a little tiny one, was five pounds, nine ounces, and has been putting on weight ever since and gaining weight. I say chubba cheeks or chubba wubs is what I call her cheeks. Hey, that's what my wife calls me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see it in your cheeks, buddy. <laughs> Sweet. So she's healthy. She's healthy, and um, again, just blessed to, you know, have a have another one. Yeah. How's Lene doing? She's doing well. She is thankful for the community of gals she's been able to connect with up here, uh, the women's study, and then just yeah. some other couples in the church. Awesome. How is it with um, with Annabelle and Zeki? How are they doing? Yeah, a little bit of jealousy there. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think they squeezed the cheeks of uh, Graceland a little bit tighter just oh. just because they're like, are you real? And you're going to take my spot, you know? They're setting their dominance. Yeah, like, remember this little... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's good to hear. Good to hear. How was the whole um how was the whole process for you guys? I know when when our daughter was born, it was kind of a stressful time, you know, we had Natalia had an emergency cesarean and so that was mm. kind of like a spur of the moment. Okay, this is really happening right now. We don't really have a choice, but how was that for you guys for Lene? Yeah, I meant um, you know, uh Lene's a nurse and so she would be able to give you all the more technical details, but basically um, she had some high blood pressure, so she, it was more of a scheduled thing, uh, to be induced. And, um, you know, so we knew it was coming. However, it's still always a little scary thing, at least for yeah. me, you know, high blood pressure and right. not knowing how it's going to go. And, um, Graceland was two weeks early. So, you know, right. there's always a little bit of a concern uh, for that. Sure. Um, but you know, God was good. He saw us through it all. And, um, again, I, I just got to say it's it's a huge, huge blessing and joy. Yeah. yeah. And she's healthy, too. Mm-hmm. She was early, but she's healthy, and that's what matters. And a lot more hair than you. Dude, she's got, she has got quite the head of hair. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah, so if you guys are here a couple of weeks ago, it was our first kind of Sunday back, and we got to bring little Graceland up there, and uh, yeah, she has a lot of hair, guys. I comb it down, and a few minutes later when it dries, it just pops right back up. <laughs> Looks like thing one or thing two. <laughs> well, Ed says it pops back up. It doesn't just pop up. It pops up, but then like the top half of her hairs goes straight back. You're jealous, it's huh? awesome. You, you want that, huh? I, I kind of do. Yeah, I know I you don't do know that. if I could rock it as well as her, but mm. it's pretty legit. <laughs> Ed, what's going on in your ministry? Is there, I mean, again, it's it's been a little while since we posted, so I want I want to catch people up in the short amount of time that we have today, but um, give us a rundown. What's new? Yeah, guys, so if I'm talking and then all of a sudden, you know, my voice just cut. I got you. (laughs) Um, No, if it cuts out, then that means power's out. But no, real quick update. Yeah, um, you know, it's been a struggle with the outages. I'm literally landing uh, when we went to the hospital um, to have Graceland. The outage uh, happened right when we brought her home on a Wednesday. So youth was canceled. And then there was fall break. And then just last week when I was getting back, another outage during Wednesday night. So it's been a little frustrating, but, you know, um, I think God's just showing that ultimately, you know, he's in control. Yeah. But we are excited to be able to, uh, you know, start youth back up tomorrow night. Power or no power, we're just going to show up. And I think really this last Sunday when we had service as a whole family of God without the power, I think that was just you know, a good example, at least for me, it was like, yeah. Hey, we don't need the power. We can show up now. We are going to have a generator, um, to at least power the patio youth room. So we'll all be for Wednesday night. Yeah. Cool. Crammed in there tomorrow night. So yes, there is going to be youth, but right again, the real power comes from, from Jesus there. Sweet. Are you excited to get, try to get this momentum back up and going or, you know, I don't think it's going to take much cause there's yeah. going to be a lot of candy, oh, a lot of candy. That's true. Yeah. A lot of energy. What about you, Taylor? What's been going on in your your world? You just got back. Where were you going on vacation for a little bit? Yeah, I um I took a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I hadn't taken one in a really long time, and I think it, it had been a little while. But I think uh, the reason I felt that more so this time was just because it was I was coming out of a really really busy season, uh, ministry related, and just I felt like there was a lot of stuff going on within the worship ministry and a lot of coordination, and you know. Many many of you have heard already that Jaden, our um, let's say our, mo- our our more consistent drummer, has left the nest, if you will. Um, <laughs> he's going to college. He's at William Jessup, and so um, 
we've been really blessed and spoiled with Jaden and uh but he was also primarily our only drummer um so I've had to fill in on that role a little bit and play some drums on Sundays and um that's part of the reason why I think I felt like I needed a vacation it just I felt like I was doing a lot of things at once and playing drums on on some Sundays here and there and while also trying to actively search for a new drummer within our church and abroad and um and just trying to coordinate all these things and when I have to play drums it's not just I get a break from Sunday mm-hmm. it's no I still got to coordinate everything and make sure it's all all ready to go for um you know we we want to lead the church well if I'm leading or not the, that's the heart of the worship ministry that's the heart of the team so if I'm not behind a mic on Sunday the heart is still there we still want to lead the church well so um I I don't take that lightly and so I think that's I've had a couple people ask me actually um is it is it nice for you to get a break and play the drums and you know my answer is yeah it's it's really fun for me to play it, it's actually it was my first instrument so it's kind of fun to get back there and get to beat on some stuff for a little bit but um I think the stress level is still just as high for me um in regards to planning and stuff like that so yeah. anyway all that being said you needed a vacation. I needed a break. Yeah, it yeah. was it was just it all kind of hit at once and there was a lot to do and so basically it it worked out to where my very generous parents um purchased us some tickets to go visit them in Arizona. Ooh. They just moved there not too long ago. My dad got a new job out there, so it's been really beneficial for them and um we're actually pretty much the last people in our family to visit them. Everybody else has visited them a couple of times and we just, it just wasn't working out for us to go out there. So we finally got the chance. We went out there for, um, eight days. What'd you guys do? Eight days. Eight, yeah. We, um, we did a lot. <laughs> it was fun. We, first of all, my parents, um, needed their Shiloh fix. They really mm-hmm. missed their, their first grandbaby. So we had some time to just hang out as a family at home and just kind of relax a little bit. And, and then we went out to dinner and, Enjoyed that. Enjoyed each other's company there. We we went to the zoo. Um, they've I saw some these eagles. Dude, these eagles were massive. Wow. They were like twice the size. I'm not even kidding you right now. They were like twice the size as turkeys. Oof. It wasn't a bald eagle. I forget the name. Maybe mm. a golden eagle, I think. I don't know. I know my animals, as you can tell. It's in Arizona. It was humongous, and we got to see it in live action swoop down and kill a rat what did Shiloh say she was watching the whole thing (laughs) and I was like well okay this is a parenting moment here I can lie to her and say that it's playing with the rat (laughs) or I could say Shiloh this is this is how these things eat you know they Mm -hmm. they eat other animals and and so that's what I did I told her keeping it real this eagle Shiloh (laughs) is is killing this rat right now and it's gonna eat it and she's like I'm not even kidding you she goes that's cool. <laughs> it was so cute. Class. So anyway, we did stuff like that. And then um, um, what else did we do? Oh, our, our parents were, like I said, they are so generous and we're so grateful for everything. They they paid for everything. I mean, we, we literally did not spend a penny that entire week. They paid for everything. And so one night my um, they came out of their room and they're like, hey, uh, we want you to have this. And they, they give us a hundred bucks. I'm like, what in the world is this for? Sweet. And um, my mom goes, we just want you guys to go out and have a date night with each other and 
and we'll watch Shiloh. Don't worry about anything else. And, and I'm like, Mom, I don't need a, we don't need a hundred bucks. You know, give us 20 bucks. We'll go to Taco Bell or something. <laughs> and um, she's like, no, just take it. You don't have to spend it all. Just, just take it and have a good night. So Natalia and I got to get away just us two as well, which was, which was very needed. I think, um, Ed, we were talking about this when I got back, but yeah, man. you asked me um, how long it's been since Natalia and I mm-hmm. uh, were able to do that together. And it's been a long time. It's been probably, gosh, like that, like a stress-free night, you know, not worrying about budgeting our dinner or, or what have you. But um, it's probably been close to two years since we had a, a solid date night like that. So mm. it was very needed, very um, appreciated. Um, so again, I'm so thankful for my parents and just their, their generosity there. And, um, and I think God's put them there for a reason. Um, it, it, it's their, their first time, um, I guess kind of away as a married couple. So when my parents got married, um, my mom had my oldest sister already. So her name is Courtney. And so, when she married my, when my mom married my dad, my mom already had Courtney. Did that make sense? Did I say that yes, right? Yes. So, um, when they got married, they, they didn't know what it was like to be a married couple, just mm-hmm. them too. So this is actually the first time in their marriage that they have gone out and gotten to experience what it's like to be a married couple just mm-hmm. by themselves. So it's kind of cool. Kind of like you know? your date night, but for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <For marriage. laughs> so yeah. they're they're figuring some stuff out on how to be a, a just a in a sense a newlywed couple, you know, just on their own for the first time, and and they are loving it. They're having a great time out there, kind of getting plugged into their community, their church out there, and we got to visit them the the church as well, and that was fun being in a different environment. But yeah, all that to say, great vacation, great time away, felt rested coming home. Although traveling on a plane with a two-year-old is not very restful. So the <laughs> end of that was pretty tiring. <sighs> Shiloh did great, though, on the plane. And um, all that to say, again, it was it was a great and needed getaway. Yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. Taylor Hodge, he just said, if you need a vacation, his parents are very generous. They'll pay for it. They'll pay for it. <laughs> if you need a date night, That's they'll right. pay for it. Yeah. But no, God bless your parents, man. I can't wait to meet them someday and sound like you had a good time, but, um, you know, I got to catch people up on what was happening with the youth ministry real quick. Again, we're, we're racing against time here with this power outage guys. So, um, how has it been for you getting back, um, you know, with the worship ministry and everything coming back from the vacation? Yeah, it's been good. You know, like I said, I feel, um, I feel, I feel refreshed. I feel energized. I feel, uh, ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, now that being said, I kind of, I've been restricted in that I can't really do anything hence the no power thing yeah <laughs> so I've, I'm like yes I've got so much to talk about on our podcast I've got you know stuff to share with the church on Sundays and and it's either or stuff to share with the my worship team and but you know we've either had to cancel rehearsal mm. with the team on Thursdays that's when we practice as a team together and had to cancel that because you know not everybody could make it or whatever and and so we've actually we've canceled practice like almost for an entire month now. Wow. So just from circumstances, again, whether the power's out or not enough people can make it to make it worth our time together. So um it's been kind a little bit of a momentum killer there. Um, but I'm still just as excited to to get the ball moving on 
when we get power back, get get the ball moving on some stuff that I have um, just kind of th- brewing in my thoughts. And, you know, I've got some cool ideas for, well, I'll let the spoiler out a little bit. we got some new songs coming as well, so that's going to be exciting. Um, we got some more worship nights coming up, so we're planning those already. So stay tuned for that. But, yeah, it, it's been good. It's Like I said, I feel refreshed. I feel ready to go. Um, as long as I can get this cough and congestion to go away, then I can <laughs> actually sing and lead the church in worship. So, yeah. 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 I feel good. That's awesome, man. And guys, I, I just want you to know, I share this office with Taylor Hodge here. Um, really, really, uh, awesome guy. And, um, just some things you guys maybe didn't know. Um, I'm not sure how much you've been able to share about what you do in your ministry already. I yeah. know the first couple podcasts I got to share and mm-hmm. Sierra got to share, but Taylor, um, um, not only is he up there, you know, um, up front of the church doing the worship and leading us, but even this podcast, he's leading this. He, it was his kind of dream and idea. Um, you know, God inspired him and, you know, um, so this is, he does these other things and, and it, we would consider it the media component or the creative right. media. So right. can you tell them maybe a little bit more about some of the other stuff you're excited to do, um, that they may not know that you do yeah. uh, for worship ministry? Yeah, you know the the joke that goes around every once in a while, and I've I've been asked this a couple of times. And I, first off, if you're hearing this and you're one of those people who have asked me this question, know that I'm not offended. It's <laughs> funny. I I get asked it more often than you think. But people ask me, you know, hey, so um, what do you what do you do during the week? Play my guitar. You know, what else do you do? <laughs> As if Sundays are the only right the only part of my job. And and I get that. You know, some people just. Some people just don't know, and that's fine. But um, to answer that question, I work really hard. <laughs> <laughs> he does, guys. There's he a does. lot of stuff to do, and um, I, I I love doing it. I'm I'm confident that where I am at this position that I'm at, even the even the place in the church specifically that God has called me to, I'm confident that He has called me to, mm. and I'm confident that pastoring people through life and through worship specifically is, is what God has, that's the calling God has put on my life. And, um, you know, what people have asked me to, um, there's a couple of people I'm talking to actually right now who, who want to be a worship pastor someday. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to help them walk through, you know, discovering if that's really the calling that God has for them. And, and, um, and it's a hard, it's a hard job. Mm. You know, it, it's a, it's a very personal ministry. And the reason I say that is because I'm up there on Sundays and I'm, and I'm singing, right. Mm-hmm. Just the act of singing of, of sharing my, my actual voice, um, with people is a very personal thing. And I've been doing this for, for a long time. I've been leading worship for close to, well, close to 15 years now. Um, not quite there, but but close to it. And I've had to learn along the way that, um, that, that personal side of this ministry is never going to go away, but the confidence in that can grow. Mm. And so I've been, you know, through the past five, six, seven years, I've been really trying to step out and grow my confidence in, and just the, the simple act of singing through mm-hmm. a mic, you know, people don't realize that that's a, that's really hard for some people to get over. Oh, I bet, um, man. Gee. No, God's blessed me in in I think that area of of have being able to get to the point of being confident in with my voice and with the gifts that God has given me. Um, 
And so that was a hurdle in itself to get over, Mm -hmm. to be able to not think so much about the technicalities of things. For example, again, singing or playing guitar or playing drums, you know, fill in the blank there. So that's a part of it, a part that makes it hard, I should say. And and the other part, too, is that um, being a worship pastor is so much different, I think, than being a worship leader. Now, there's, they go hand in hand, but being a worship pastor, you know, like I said before, I, I really believe that God has called me to pastor people through worship. And what that means is, well, number one, worship is so much more. It goes so far beyond just singing songs on Sunday mornings. Amen. <laughs> and um, it, it, worship is, you know, if you're married, how do you treat your spouse? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you worship God through treating your spouse? Mm-hmm. How do you, if you're still living at home with your parents, how do you treat your parents? Do you respect them? Mm-hmm. Do you do what they ask you to do because you love and care for them? Mm-hmm. Um, if you are living in, in a house where you still have siblings around, how are you treating your siblings? Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you go out with your friends, how are you treating your friends? How are you talking to them? How are you representing the faith that you have, mm-hmm. you know, with them? And here's the big one, right? Here's the character testing moment. Mm. When you're around people that aren't believers, how do you act? Mm. You know, all of those things. And, and it goes far beyond that too. But um, all of those things come back into play of, of worshiping God. Mm-hmm. God has given you a gift. For me, I believe God has given me the gift of music. And um, if I'm using that for my own glory, then that is the farthest thing from worship to him, mm. you know? Yeah. And so... I have to I have to check myself. I have to constantly be reminding myself that if it were not for God blessing me with these gifts, with um, this position, you know, then I can quickly go to the place where I'm giving myself praise and glory for that. And so, yeah, it's funny. I'll just be transparent and real. When there are times that that I'm saying or that I start to feel like, oh, man, this this team is awesome or or we sounded so good for that song, you know, I'm, I'm thinking in regards to Sunday mornings and, um, there's always something that happens to bring that, I'll call it a confidence level because I don't want to use the word arrogance mm. because I don't, I don't feel like it's arrogance. It can easily get to arrogance, mm. but, um, when my confidence level will say gets a little too high, there's always something that happens. It's so funny how God works, whether that's some feedback in the sound system or, you know, a mic gets cut out or whatever. My guitar string breaks. Gosh, that happens so often and it's so annoying. But it's just these little reminders like, look, Taylor, everything that you're doing right now, I've I've blessed you with. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing that you're doing that you can take credit for. Mm. And And I'm okay with that, you know, because... I've gone through a lot of stuff in my life, you know, just just thinking of my my childhood and and my relationship with my dad and how that has um well it it just wasn't good growing up and that's the real surface level way to put that. Mm. And then getting to the place in my life after years and years of of growing and maturing both you know in age and as well as spiritually and and relationally too, I finally was able to get to the place where I can say, yeah, I, I've forgiven my dad and I love my dad. And, and, you know, I think of that, um, that was a big stepping milestone, we'll call it in my life. And then other things too, like, um, I believe, I really believe looking back now that God put me in a position to start leading worship for a, a very large church in Washington state. 
Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and, um, this church was about 10,000 people in total. And they were looking for a third worship pastor. So they had three worship pastors on staff and uh-huh. they, they needed a third one. And so I had some connections through there through family and I have some family that live up there. And so it's a really long story, but it's a big part of my life. And, and you know, anyway, it, they they had called me up there, and so I was actually driving from Roseville to Washington State many, many times. Wow. Um, just to lead for a weekend there. So there was a Saturday service, and then there were three services on Sunday. Mm. So I would leave on, um, when would I leave? Goodness. I would leave really, really, really early Thursday morning, mm-hmm. I'd drive all day, get there late Thursday night, um, stay with my stay the night with my family, get up really early and do a bunch of practices and then service on Saturday, services three services on Sunday, then I would go to sleep on Sunday night and get up super early in the morning on Monday and then drive all the way back home. Wow. And so there were a couple of times where I would do this multiple weekends in a row. Mm. And so it was really exhausting. But anyway, it got to the point where the lead pastor I said that my wife and I sat down with him and and he he's just like, hey, look, I I really feel like th- this is a a really good fit for you and your family, and and you know if if this is something that you feel like God's leading you to, uh, we'd like to offer you the position here, and and he's like, well, we'll pay your way here, we'll pay for all your moving expenses, and we'll give you a a little bonus to to help you get a place to live, and mm. and and really just take care of us, and we really felt that that was. Number one, very generous. Number two, we were young. We had just been married and and um, we're like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That sounds great, you know? <laughs> and and part of my dream is, well, I should say <laughs> was part of my dream to lead worship in a, in a large church setting like that just mm-hmm. for the experience. And it was a phenomenal experience. Very, very fun, very cool, very different as well culturally and through a series of events found out that um, uh, I'll be uh, I'll give some confidential information here in a vague way. Um, the lead pastor was not who he said he was. And so how that ended up happening was we were pretty close to, to saying, all right, you know, Natalia and I were talking, let's, let's head up there mm-hmm. we'll stay with my family and then find a place to live and, and make it happen. And then my, my cousin who was on staff there had called me and, and let me know about these things that have been happening with the lead pastor and and just really being blindsided by all that. And, and obviously, I'm here now, and I did not accept that position. Um, and through that whole process, I and I understand there's a whole lot of missing detail right there in that mm-hmm. story, but um, it was a very, very big character-building learning moment for mm-hmm. me. And... I had not seen a messy side of a church. I didn't know what it meant to be a worship pastor at that time. Mm-hmm. And and that was, I think, the the very beginning stages of God trying to shape who he wants me to be mm. and him trying to say, look, it's it's not about how big of a church you can lead worship at. That's not what it's about. It's not about, um, you know, being taken care of in the sense that Hey, you're going to get a big salary. They're going to pay your way to move here. It, that's not what it's about. Mm. It, are you going to be able to do the work that I've called you to do there? 
-hmm. And looking back, if I would have gone through with that and chosen to still accept that position, I don't, I don't think I would be doing the work that God has called me to do. Mm. And I didn't know that at the time. It was very confusing, obviously, at that time. But um, so anyway, I know that's kind of a long, long story, and there's some missing details in there. But that was an another huge part. I think that was kind of a almost like a slap in the face for me, in the sense of, okay, God, I I want to do what you want me to do, and I want to do it where you want me to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was a big shift in the way that I think of of ministry at that time. And mm. anyway, and um. So I still was leading worship um, at some churches, some local churches here and there, and and just trying to to be open and and where God is calling us as a family and and me as his as his son, you know, and and trying to be obedient to that. And there was a stretch there where I I didn't want to do it anymore because I was mm. like, God, I I'm young. I I mean, I don't know where to I don't know where to go. I don't know where to look. I just you know and. And I just kept feeling God saying, I've got a spot for you. Just be patient. You don't need to make it happen right away. Mm. And so through through some years of just being patient and and open to where God is calling Natalie and I and and now our son and daughter, you know, and we'll soon to be son. And mm. and uh, he, he eventually led us here and and we are confident that this is exactly where God has placed us. Mm. community-wise, relationally, church itself. Um, and Natalia asked me this question when I was first coming on here as a staff member. She said, babe, if, if they weren't offering you this position, mm-hmm. would you come here? That's, mm. a, that's a big question to answer, you know? It's a Especially good question. when you're about to be a paid staff member. Right. If I wasn't going to be paid, would I still want to be a part of this church? Mm. My answer was no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was yes. It, it it was yes. You know, I had to stop and think about it, but I was like, yeah, I, you know, it's far away. We lived in Eldorado Hills at the time. And, and so that was, that was a good, a good stretch, you know? And, but I was like, yeah, this is, this is a place I can see us growing spiritually. Mm-hmm. And we loved the way that Brian taught. And that was one of the first initial things that attracted us to the call. And, and so anyway, accepted the position here and, I've been so happy ever since and confident. The confidence in my calling, I think, has grown, mm. which is interesting because there's been there's been like some some life challenges, I think, that right. have made it harder, if I'm being totally honest, that have made it harder for me to be confident in my calling. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of doubt, a little bit of questioning. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of that and and um but you know what, let me, I want to share this because, um, I don't know if maybe there's somebody out there who is in or was, I don't know, is in the same spot that we were in. We were in a bit of a, of a financial, um, I don't know what to call it. A financial hardship. Hardship. Or? Yeah. There we go. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> financial hardship. And there was some, some tough times that we were, we were trying to figure out how to, how to pay our bills. You know, that's just, that's the truth. And because of that i i was very discouraged and there was there were moments during that time where i was like you know what i just want to be done mm. this is too hard it's too hard to be in ministry 
it's too personal, you know, and I, maybe that's a shock for some of you to hear. It was a shock for me to come to that realization. <laughs> um, but through the encouragement of my sweet wife, Natalia, I obviously stuck through it. And, um, and here's, here's why I wanted to share that. There was a shift in my thinking and in my, even in my prayer life too. Mm. I went from it, it, the, the shift I think was 99% a shift in my pot in the posture of my heart. Mm. And so my, my, I'm just thinking my prayer life went from God, why are you allowing us to go through this? Like a, like an anger, like God, right. why? What the heck? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you letting us go through this? Why are you letting us suffer? I'm trying to be a good pastor. I'm trying to be a good employee. I'm trying to be a good son for you and follow you, but I'm not seeing any change. So what's going on? Why are you letting me go through this? Mm -hmm. And there was frustration and anger towards him. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it it wasn't until we started going through our Joseph series here, Mm. you know, and just being reminded of the story of Joseph and, and who he was and what he went through. Um, he went through a lot of stuff. You know, he was, he had a faked death by his own brothers. He was mm-hmm. sold by his own brothers. He was a slave. Right. You know, he was accused of doing terrible things, got thrown into jail and his posture also changed. You know, he was a very arrogant person mm-hmm. and eventually started to change into this, Instead of like, a, God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you letting this happen? It changed into, a, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me through right. this? You know, and that's, I think that's what I had to do through the encouragement of that series that we went through. Mm-hmm. Is, isn't it amazing how God works and how mm-hmm. that series just came at a perfect time in my life? And mm-hmm. um, I shifted in, into thinking like, all right, God, I'm, I'm done being mad at you because that's not working what are you trying to teach me through this? Right. And looking back, you know, we're not so much in that season anymore through his blessings and through his, his provision. And he, he takes care of his kids. Yeah. That's just the truth. He does. Yeah. And if you don't see it, he's, he's working. It's like that song that we sang for the last Mm. worship night. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Mm. Never stop working. The great words. Yeah. You know, and um, so anyway, I wanted to share that as some encouragement to maybe somebody who's out there in the same boat. God sees you. God yeah. knows where you're at. He is working it all out. He already sees the end goal. Mm-hmm. And let me share something with you. If you're choosing to follow him and to seek after him through that, the end goal is you rising up in victory. Mm-hmm. That's the end right there. Yep. Um, again, I know that it's hard to see it yeah. because, again, I, I just went through it. It's right. hard. It's hard to see. I wanted to give up, mm-hmm. you know, and my encouragement to you with that is just shift the way that you pray, the way that you think instead mm-hmm. of being angry towards God. Say, God, why, why are you letting me go through this? Yeah. It's okay to be frustrated. Yeah. Why are you trying to, what are you trying to teach me here? Yeah. And really seek after that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Ed, to answer your question in a really long way, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That that's kind of what I do here. You know, I, I go through life stuff like that. Um, not in vain. I think God allows me to go through that stuff because 
he wants me to help other people through it as mm-hmm. well. And so that's part of uh, just a little part of the the worship pastor side of things. Taylor, thanks so much for sharing your heart. And you know what I love about you, man, is um, what? When, I, <laughs> when I ask you a question, you don't answer it in the way that I think you will answer it. You actually answer it better. And what I, I mean by that mm-hmm. is I asked you what's you know, what do you do as a worship pastor behind the scenes? And you could have easily went down a list of all the other background stuff you do. But what I love is you answered on just who God is creating you to be Mm. and just how he's forming you. And also how through these, you know, challenges that you've been through personally, it's been able to help you know how you can help pastor people. So I love your heart, man. I I honestly do. Um, I'm so thankful to uh, to get to know you, to be uh, a friend and a brother in Christ with you, man. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, nice of you to say. Um, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I got a lot more, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. Thanks, man. That's that's nice of you to say. Um, yeah, and then um, just lastly, too, just to touch on because I've been asked this a couple times as well, but the the media side of things. So that was the I kind of shared a little bit about the pastoring side of things. This is. Aside that um, a, a big part of my job, but a part that a lot of people just don't know, you know, who does it or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I do all the media side as well. So everything that you see visually, um, I'm just thinking like website, um, Facebook and Instagram, you know, everything you see on the screens on Sundays and lyrics and, and, and stuff like that. I also take care of all that mm-hmm. stuff as well. So I do weekly editing on on you know on our website and posting the messages and stuff which by the way if you guys are wondering where the heck our messages have been on the website it's because one i've been on vacation two we haven't had power for multiple weeks (laughs) (laughs) and so that's kind of hindered us a little bit of of keeping up but um check it out we're almost caught up so messages are up and posted online you can check them out there um and full disclaimer this is how many days ago did we start this recording Oh, this is this this today. What are you talking about? This is all fresh. (laughs) This was, oh my gosh, it was basically a week ago, huh? Maybe a week and a half, the last power outage. Yeah, so the last power outage, as you heard in the first half of this podcast, and you may have noticed I don't sound quite as congested as I did when we started, (laughs) yeah, with my nose plugged and everything. Um, So we started recording this the day of the, what was that, the third public safety power shut off or something like that. And they were supposed to shut off our power around four o'clock or three o'clock, if I remember right. And we're like, you know what, let's just record an episode anyways and see how far we get. And so right when I finished or right, actually right before Ed started saying how much of an amazing person I was, (laughs) uh, is actually when the power shut off. (laughs) So it, it shut off. And so we're just trying to pick back up where we left off here. But, um, yeah, so we're back. Power's back. Power's Episodes back. are going to get posted again uh, weekly. So, again, we, we apologize for that delay in posting these, but we are happy to be back. Yeah, and um, and obvious, if you didn't know, as you're listening to us, um, he was talking about media. Actually, Taylor does all the editing um, for the podcast here. So I do. Um, yeah. I have the easiest job. I just sit in front of Mike, and I just get to talk. This is great. <laughs> I have all the power. <laughs> I can... I can make Ed say whatever I want him to say with right. his editing. Yeah, that's true. I do all the editing. It's fun. I I like that kind of stuff. It just, I don't know, I just enjoy it, I guess. So Yeah. And you're good at it, man. Thanks. Well, that's really all we have for you guys today. Um, 
We gave you an update. It's funny, like as as we're talking, like I said, it's been a little while since we recorded the the last half of this episode. So I'm like, I'm trying to gather my thoughts and figure out what exactly we talked about um, and where we left off. But um, I just want to encourage you guys. You know, like we've said before, this we exist. We believe we exist as a podcast and as an extension of the call church to share the gospel, to encourage people, and con- and to connect people. Um, specifically those in our church and, and connect you with them, connect you with, you know, the, the members of the staff team. That's why we have these. That's mm-hmm. why we talk about what we do here and kind of, um, you know, personalize us a little bit. So we're not yeah. just pastors and employees, you know, we're people with, with, uh, with stuff we need to work on and we're, mm-hmm. we're messed up and, and we do not have it all together by any means, but um, we believe that we exist, like I said, to do those three things. And so that's why we do these. So yeah. we hope that they're encouraging to you. We hope that they're fun to listen to. And and um, and again, we, we just really hope that you feel connected. You feel a little bit more connected with us here. So some other ways to do that is if you're not on um, the intranets, if you don't follow us on Instagram or if you haven't liked us on Facebook, please do that. We post some important stuff. For example... Like when we still have church when the power's out. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh man, we didn't know you still had church. But we posted that on our Facebook. So stuff like that. And then obviously the big upcoming events and all that. And, you know, Ed does that as well. He does a great job at that on his youth Instagram this, for the student ministries and just saying, hey, you know what, guys? We're canceling Wednesday night youth group tonight because there's no power or. I hated that, man. I hated that. I know you did. But. That's all right. But yes. We try to keep everyone updated through uh, through the other forms of social media. Yeah. Yep, yep, we do. So get on it, people. Follow us, like us, stay in touch. And then, hey, we have an email now as a podcast. So if you have any questions or if you have any um, even just comments, if you just are curious and you want to hear a little bit more about why we do what we do in depth, um, or, I mean, word of encouragement, we like that too. Whatever yeah. you want to do, feel free to shoot us an email. It's TCC podcast at thecallchurch.com that's tcc podcast that stands for the call connect podcast okay shoot us an email let us know how we're doing um and then obviously like we always say on here check out our website that's the good stuff Mm -hmm. everything that you're hearing here can be found on our website and i found something out the other day too as as we're ending so i've been talking to some android users insert the boo there I'm going to stay objective here. (laughs) Just kidding. Mm -hmm. I've been talking to some Android users and, you know, as of right now, we're just on Apple podcasts and the misconception was that you can only listen to these podcasts if you have an Apple product. That's not true. If you go to our website and you click on the podcast tab, you can actually scroll down a little bit. There's a little Apple logo right there right under the description Mm -hmm. you can click on it and you can listen to it from your phone even if it's an android or from your computer even if it's a pc Mm. and it'll take you actually to apple's website so you can still listen to these podcasts um if you don't have an apple product so let your friends know yeah get an apple product oh oops or or don't (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so there's always a way to listen to this guys um as always we love talking to you guys. We love hearing from you guys. We've been a, really appreciative of the of the encouragement coming back from this. So, please keep that coming. It, ke- it keeps us keeps us rolling. Mm-hmm. 
We look forward to talking with you guys next week. Stay in touch for the next episode of The Call Connect. Talk to you guys later. Ciao. Bye-bye.